It is Majozi with Honest on Helderberg FM 93.6. And as they say, honesty is the best policy, especially when it comes to your insurance risk profile. And we have a special guest joining us on your afternoon drive this afternoon. Talking about Peter Olliot, the CEO of Indware Risk Services, a leading financial services provider. Now, we'll be discussing a fascinating topic that affects us all. And that is how our social media behavior can impact our insurance risk profile. It's a Pleasure to have you here, Peter. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, it's my pleasure. Thank you. And hello to your listeners. Ah, so great to have you here and such an inspiring, well, interesting conversation. But before we start, can you briefly explain what an insurance risk profile is and why it's important for individuals? Okay, so what insurers do when they when they decide to uh, accept the risk is they look at the moral fiber of a potential client. Uh, that is, are they law-abiding? Do they uh, conduct themselves in a good way? Uh, are they not engaging in activities which mm. could be construed as high risk? Uh, and there's many ways of doing that. One of the things they do is they look at your ITC scores, at your credit rating. That gives them an idea of what they're likely uh, exposed is going to be. But obviously, with the advent of social media, uh, it is quite possible to uh, go in uh, to social media for the client and have a fairly good idea of who you're dealing with. Yeah, I mean, because social media is kind of the the digital reflection of ourselves. And Peter, what are some examples of social media behaviors that can have a negative impact on an individual's insurance risk profile? Okay, so uh, one of the things uh, that you'll find with insurance is, um, you know, if you have a an accident after 10 o'clock at night on a weekend, uh, that maybe they apply increased excesses because you quite likely have been out. Yeah. Um, so uh, social media with people that like to put their lives on social media, it's, it's a fairly easy process to determine where you were on the Friday night before <laughs> yeah. the accident at 11. Uh, so that's why I'll be just saying that, that people should be um, careful what they post on social media. Uh, I'm not saying that you must withhold your lifestyle. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, another example is when people go on holiday. They obviously want everyone to know that they're jet-setting off to yes. Europe for <laughs> two weeks. Uh, unfortunately, when you tell people that, even the bad guys get to know that as well. Yeah. Uh, so they know that you're not going to be at home. So if any time was a good time to break into your premises would be the time that you say that you're going to be in, in Europe for two weeks. Exactly. And it's actually kind of a no-brainer when you think of it. And it makes so much sense that all of these things that we do online have a consequence somewhere. Peter, are there any specific types of insurance policies or coverage areas where social media behavior is particularly influential? Yeah, if I look at the legal liability side, um, and this is the use of of social media to uh, post things, um, and in some cases, the minute you make it uh, available in the public domain, uh, then you can run the risk of defamation, as an example. Uh, We've had a few uh, quite prominent (laughs) high-profile cases over the past years. Wow. Uh, what we also know is that even if you're not the author of this defamatory article, if you post it and forward it on to your network, uh, you can see how um, quickly um, that this thing can get into the public. Yeah. Because you might have 100 friends, 
maybe 99 minutes, you know, the 100th one, you're not quite sure how they got in your network, but they take your article and spread it to theirs. And suddenly you get called into the court case uh, for publishing this defamatory uh, article. Oh, my goodness. That is that, that is actually so, you know, it's it's great that we have these conversations and that we get to know this stuff and to learn it because it's something that, something that I personally never knew. Uh, Peter, what steps can individuals take to protect their insurance risk profile and minima, minimize the potential negative impacts of their social media behavior? Okay, so I, I would like to say you start with your children with their cell phones to make sure because um, that's where a lot of the... Uh, problems canalizing is uh, un, what do you call it, uh, unsupervised cell phone use or yeah. social media use. Uh, and we have had cases where um, school children have been held to account and their parents have had to pick up the legal costs uh, for a defamatory case uh, and probably cost in the region of, I don't know, 100,000 per parent <laughs> in this particular case sure. I looked at. Um, so it starts there, but I mean, the, the parents themselves are sometimes uh, just as guilty as the children yeah. of misuse. Uh, so I would say always be careful what you post. Um, and if you do have to brag about your latest overseas trip or holiday somewhere, uh, try to delay it to when you're back, you can post about it. Yeah. Um, so people will still know that you enjoyed it and you were there. But don't uh, sort of announce it before you go. Um, because that just leaves itself open. What we have seen in South Africa in particular is a rise in uh, public kidnapping, ransom cases, and what they do is the crooks or the bad guys get into your social media platform to uh, look at your lifestyle, whereabouts, where you go, et cetera, et cetera. Oh, yeah. so, so that's why you know we need to be careful what we post. Uh, be circumspect. Uh, always put it out there and say, would I like the whole world to, to read this? Yeah. And if they're often, no, then don't post it. Yeah. Wow, what valuable valuable tips, Peter. Thank you so much for sharing that. And the final question that I have for you this afternoon is, what role do individuals play in shaping the future of insurance risk assessment in the context of social media? I think it's also to understand what social media is. I think uh, when social media first uh, made its appearance, uh, it was a great way to communicate in a way that we never had. Um, you could post anything and uh, keep it in a, in a closed network or you could yeah. open up your network. Uh, I, I think a couple of years down now that we know uh, and there's been uh, legislation in South Africa which has come into being uh, to protect ourselves from um, unsolicited sort of social media marketing or uh, comments that are made. So I think treat social media for what it is. It's a publication method. And it's not, um, although it's not supposed to be all public domain, uh, because of its nature it is. Uh, so you've got to treat it like it's a, a publication of whatever information you want yeah. to put on. Wow, now it's definitely clear that being mindful of our online presence is crucial in today's digital age. Peter, thank you so much for sharing the tips with us and making time for this interview. Pleasure. Thank you. Thank you, Peter. Have a lovely one. Cheers. Bye.
Wow, that was Peter Olliot, the CEO of Inway Risk Services, and he shed a light on how our social media behavior can impact our insurance risk profile. I'm going to say it. I said it once. And I'm going to say it again. It's clear. You have to be mindful when you are online and what you post. It has a consequence.